Hello, hello, this is Ty, Find Your Beast with Ty. Uh, we got a guest on today, uh, Stephanie Milani. I know that, uh, good friend, uh, we're going to talk about, you know, finding our purpose and talk about our business and how to focus on the things that's important to you. She's going to tell you a little bit about herself, and then we're going to go into some questions and answers. So um, feel free to stop, pause, and we're going to have you self-reflect on some of these questions, kind of like we want to make sure you have an action plan before you leave here. Here's Steph. Hi, everyone. Great to be here with you this afternoon. My subject matter I want to address today is being reactive and caught in a reactive loop versus being proactive. And I think what aligns very strongly with these topics is, do you live from your impact story, the things that have shaped you unconsciously, and now you are living a life of just reacting to those things that pop up, versus are you busy working on your legacy story? And that's what is required for you to switch into the proactive gear to start shaping the vision of the future that you actually wanna live. And that includes identifying mentors, classes, resources that can help you and getting out of tape loops of being stagnant. Because if you're inactive too long or just reactive for too long, you start programming your body mind to handle and look for reactionary situations rather than programming yourself to be proactive and pull out of those tape loops. And one's gonna get you where you wanna go, one's gonna keep you stuck in the behaviors and patterns of yesterday. And if you want to break out of those patterns and behaviors and not live the same life you've lived for decades prior, you're going to have to do some new things that you've never done before. Great segue, uh, Steph. Uh, so what is, what is your purpose and what kept you a little stuck somewhat in your business? I'll tell you what absolutely kept me stuck is definitely reactive behaviors. So being a mom and a business owner along with my husband... We are very used to managing a household together and putting out fires. Then we are very used to translating that so easily from how we handle our household and our children to how we have handled clients and dealing with a lot of reactive situations and putting out fires there and building the structures around our authors to help everybody rise up and and put their best face forward. But it can be a real challenge if you are stuck in reactive behaviors. As we become more proactive in our personal lives and our household management and our children's schedules, we find that easily also translates to how we're able to help ourselves and our clients in a more proactive manner. So we have been in a literal self-practice of switching out of reactive mode to proactive mode. And we get better results when we are in proactive mode. But like all of us, we slip back. We slip back into our default programming. When something pops up, we're usually reacting in a way we've reacted unconsciously for many years prior. And these kinds of things may even have been programmed in our childhood and they may not be healthy or appropriate reactions, but they're definitely old embedded programs. And so to override those is what I like talking to my friend Tyrone about because he's so powerful at <laughs> helping you conquer and bring out that that inner lion. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> the, th- the thing is, is that I feel as though, was it fear that kept you in that reactive mode, that survival mode? I kind of call it reactive as survival. Yes, easily. Easily fear. Easily fear of, well, we, we don't want to lose anything we've built. We don't want to 
uh, let go of all that hard work and effort. You always fear, you know, if you t start living, uh, dreaming a bigger dream, and you have to start living a different way to behave differently to reach that dream, you think, do I have to sacrifice everything I've already created in order to do that? But really, in actuality, isn't that just a materialistic thing? I haven't seen any U-Hauls behind mm -hmm. any funeral homes yet or yep. any hearse yet. Yeah. So isn't that a material thing? It, shouldn't we try to leave a legacy? Because I don't think Martin Luther King had no money, did he? There we go. There you go. Yeah. So, so I don't know his personal bank account, but it was it, not. Yeah, it does <laughs> illustrate a good point. Or you think of the legacy of Mother Teresa. Um, yeah, fear plays a massive part in it. And I think humans always fear is equated with loss of some sort. So what are some steps for our listeners to maybe come out of that funk or come out of that stinking thinking, that mm -hmm. negative thinking about their purpose in life versus starting adding the fears and kind of keeping us down from our true potential? You know, I feel really blessed. I have a friend who, uh, a coach, if you will, who walks me through these things, packing up the old behaviors in bags, visualizing this and leaving them at the threshold of the door you're trying to walk into your brighter future because you're not gonna be able to take those old qualities of the old self that are holding you back with you if you're stepping into a new future. Um, you're gonna to have to put yourself in situations you haven't been willing to put yourself in before, which will require going out of your comfort zone. If you wanna connect with the people and opportunities and groups that you really desire and are part of your future vision, you're gonna to have to find those. You're gonna to have to hop on Google if you don't know. You're gonna to have to ask a lot of questions, get comfortable with the unknown, and get comfortable with just taking the leap and the risk before you're ready. One thing, you know, I wanna, add to that that's a great point i think what we have to do sometimes is we have to really focus on our vision you mm -hmm. have to make sure our vision is written mm -hmm. down i know a lot of you out there probably don't have a written vision mm -hmm. they actually say less than three percent actually have a written vision yeah. and one of the things i kind of came up with with you know the vision the why is the world has you and what i mean by that is the world has you that means you were born here for a reason you was a gift mm -hmm. Now you need to share that gift to where you're empty. When you die, you should be done. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have given all of it, regardless if you made money or not. You just gave and gave and gave, and then you gave that gift. Now, I know some people probably say that's counterintuitive, but you reap what you sow. I always tell people, you help enough people in life get what they want, eventually it just comes back around to you and you get what you want. Uh, Zig always talked about that, and it came from the Bible. I mean, you reap what you sow. You put in good seeds, mm -hmm. you get out good seeds. Now, it might take a while. Remember, you still got to keep your J-O-B, <laughs> your job, but that's not your work. Work is different than your job. Mm -hmm. Your job is, okay, I got to pay the bills. I'm not telling you to go hungry and not eat and not feed your kids. But your work is your passion. You can work on that 20 hours and part-time if you have a full-time job. So purpose, I came up with people understanding their reality or reasons, their power to overcome the seed and engage. So if you think about it, the purpose is the people understanding their reasons, their power, their true reality here, their power, overcoming, because you know you're going to have to overcome that fear. And then you have the seeds. You need to plant good seeds 
and then you need to engage. Mm -hmm. You need to take action. Mm -hmm. A problem is, is not lack of action. Okay. But Stephanie, that's a good point. Uh, Stephanie, what, what are some things that give us one step that you started doing? You got the coach. I heard that. Mm -hmm. But what are some things that, because sometimes the coach can't get you there. Yes. You got to get you there. So what did you do? Give me one step that you started doing to get you to maybe start moving a little bit forward. I know for sure for me, one of the big keys is I have to give my body the right fuel and energy. People try to run on empty. They're like a dead battery and they're just trying to kick and force themselves into gear. And I know for sure for me personally, that never works. Whenever I'm trying to live a new chapter and go through another process of reinvention and transformation, the first thing I have to do is get crystal clear on my nutrition. And I have to give my body the fuel, the appropriate fuel it needs to have the power to live my dreams. For me, I have to do fresh juicing, fresh smoothies. I have to get fresh fuel. The body doesn't run on dead foods or processed or junk and you'll feel the difference immediately. You'll get mental clarity. It's like the clouds parting a little bit so that you can get the clarity you need to focus on your your vision and then you have that coupled with renewed energy that you have to actually tackle the activities you need to make a new transition. I always start with nutrition and then I immediately do outreach. I will connect with people in my community even if it's social media, if I end up talking with people randomly, I'll ask them if they know of the types of groups that meet. I mean, with technology now, you have meetups, you have um, Toastmasters, or um, you have Rotary Club. You have people who already have their uh, finger on the pulse of the community and are very active in it. And there's are just great tools and resources where you can start finding out more about some things. Maybe you didn't even know some of these tools or organizations already exist within your community, but you're never going to know if you never leave your same four walls and your same habits. One thing I, I want to add to that, uh, Stephanie, did you fuel your mind before you start fueling your body first? Did you go into your... Because you got to get ready for this negative world yeah. out here. Yeah, so. that's right. I actually do uh, guided meditations daily. And sometimes I I don't always um, do the same pattern at the same time, but I fit them in absolutely daily. And that's pretty critical. I feel like that's a mind food and a soul food. So I'm feeding myself on a, a mental, spiritual, emotional level and as well as a physical level. And then it gives me actual clarity, energy and a natural feeling of joy and gratitude that makes me want to connect with people. And I really believe the only way you can affect positive change is by bringing a positive self out into the world. That's a great point and a great segue because I think that, you know, they talk about the first 20 minutes of your day. If you start fueling your mind with good thoughts, good habits, being grateful for what you are and then say, I am beautiful. I am amazing. I am great. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for I am grateful for my house. I am grateful for whatever it is. Life itself. You have to start with your mind getting it geared into gear even if you have a crazy busy day don't own that crazy busy day say i'm gonna have a beautiful day that's right Uh, i think by saying i am that means i am i'm not sick i am healthy Mm -hmm. i am great and i talked about that on many other podcasts but that actually a segue to fueling your mind reaching other people but you got to help yourself first that's right you got to fuel your mind like stephanie's talking about but I want you to fuel that mind first, put good things in and not mm-hmm. cookies. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to look at the news because yep. that's bad. 
And uh, I don't, Stephanie will probably agree with that. But those are things that I think that if we feel that mind, then start feeding our body with great food and exercise. I have on my mirror, and I tell people this all the time, read, exercise, eat well, mm-hmm. read, <laughs> exercise. <laughs> because it's a, it's a multiple thing. It's a discipline that you have to have to get to that level of your life that you want to be at. That's right. And give yourself as many reminders as you need. Stock your refrigerator with the right stuff. That's a reminder to eat better. Uh, just like Tyrone, I also do keep um, in my bathroom mirror a, a little mantra that I look at multiple times throughout the day that puts me in the right mindset. It's all positive fuel for the mind. I, my guided meditations, I'll just I'll wrap up my piece of this by saying, what I was talking about earlier, that visualization with a coach to pack up the negative in those suitcases and leave them behind. They can't come on the trip of the future with you. That gets old, given away, blow it up in a balloon, let it go, whatever you have to do. If you feel those negative thoughts creeping in, if you start focusing on a negative news story and start going down that rabbit hole, you can feel the energy in your body changing towards something more stressful and anxiety filled. And you can start feel like that doesn't feel good. It's bringing me down. So that's the stuff you start. You just close your eyes, you pack it away and you leave it at the curb and you say, nope, change, change for me. I'm going into a new, fresher, brighter future. And those feelings can't come with it unless you want to keep creating and provoking more of those feelings that you don't think feel good. That's a great point. Um, well, Stephanie, are there times that you kind of find yourself kind of feel like you beat up or you kind of in despair or because sure. of For what sure. do you think is one of your greatest fears? For sure. Well, I already had my one of my greatest fears come true, and that was when um, one of my children passed away. And after that, the the gift, I would say, that came from enduring my worst nightmare was a lot less fear Uh, things that I was fearful about. I call them the minnows. Letting myself get eaten by a thousand tiny little fish. It's like, no, only the big whale now will ever I let be a battle for me. The little tiny minnows, I cannot let those eat away at me anymore. In the big picture of life, they're not significant. You know, when someone you love is sick or dying, or you're going through big transitional processes like that, those are the whales. And anything else, don't, don't let the minnows eat you up. Don't get scared and deterred by those. Those are just pesky little things trying to keep you off your track and your passion. And hopefully you don't have to go through what I went through to realize I don't want to wait for my greatest fear to happen before I get brave with my life. Well, I like that. So in closing, you know, we want to develop an action plan. Uh, We want to move forward in our lives. And remember, you're going to get beat up. Mm -hmm. But if you ever feel down and out, Watch Rocky because Rocky (laughs) is just like life. It's going to punch you in the face. It's going to beat you up. You're going to be saying, Adrian. You're going to say, that was not part of my plan. That's right. (laughs) And your eyeball is going to be swollen. These are things that's going to happen. So you got to just expect that I got to walk through the valley of the shadow of doubt. Mm -hmm. And I will fear no evil because all fear is evil. So that's a bad thing for us if we actually think about, you know, I'm going to walk through this by faith. I'm going to believe in me. So if you don't remember anything else we said, I want you to believe in you. Write that on your mirror. I believe in me. I am amazing. I am the greatest. 
People used to talk about Muhammad Ali. Ali was doing a psyching itself up. That's right. And a lot of people don't understand that by psyching yourself up, that means I'm going to accomplish even more because I'm going to go in here and take over the world. But a lot of people think that's, you know, being conceited. But that's our problem with society. We don't say I am. Mm -hmm. When I am, Jesus said it all the time. I am the light. Mm -hmm. I am love. I am peace. He's trying to give you a guide. I am. And you'll notice that those are always positive words, whether you're talking about Jesus or Muhammad Ali. There are actually some parts of the world where more people have heard of Muhammad Ali than than Jesus. These are um, they were both using that similar self speak. It was always power filled. It was never I'm dumb. I'm not worth it. I don't deserve this. It was always something powerful. So I would leave you with the note to create your own power statements or set of statements that you place on your mirror and your mind's going to see those every day and start making the necessary internal shifts to help you start believing that you are more and you deserve more and you're headed towards a brighter future. All right. This is the segment for today. Uh, we'll have more segments. And if at any time, remember to hit me up on Facebook or wherever if you want to be on the podcast. Uh, we'll go ahead and publish this. And I want you to believe in yourself. Remember to believe in you. Have Thank a great you. day. Thanks.